Diane Byrne, your host for this podcast series, in which we share conversations with interesting and inspiring people in the large yacht industry. Today, I am pleased to welcome Joost Mertens, the fleet manager for the well-known Dutch naval architecture and design studio, Vrepak. Now, the thought of a design studio having a fleet manager might strike some of you as being a little unusual, since you're probably used to hearing of someone having this role at, say, a, a retail charter company or a yacht management company. But it's actually quite normal for Verypack. In fact, it's vital. As the fleet manager, Yost is in constant contact with not just captains, but also owners of yachts bearing the studio's naval architecture and engineering expertise. This way, he not only gets firsthand feedback from them on how their yachts are performing, but also, as we are about to discuss, he can fill in the rest of the VREPAC design team so that they can incorporate improvements into future designs wherever possible. So, Yost, welcome to Megayacht News Radio. Hello. Good morning. Good to have you on. Uh, thank so, you for inviting me. Of course. <laughs> it's a of course. Very good. Thank you. So what inspired your interest in boats and what convinced you to make a career of it in yachting? Well, as a young boy, I was always sailing and um, uh, playing in the backyard, building floatable objects from floats to even small sailing boats. There are some pictures of this in my parents' uh, (laughs) cabinet, but um, I I think that's it. And and at some point I wanted to become an architect and then I found uh, a a university um, um, uh, providing courses in, in, in designing or actually naval architecture. Uh, so desi- uh, designing boats instead of buildings, it was a, a win-win opportunity for me. So uh, that's where it started. Great. So at the studio now, you are supporting, like I said in the intro, owners, the captains, the crews as they pursue voyages. So mm-hmm. how specifically are you working with them? Say, So are you, you know, for example, are you advising them on what conditions the the design is intended for? Are you answering questions from along the journey? You know, give us a picture of what it what your interaction is like. Well, um, yeah. First of all, uh, we're a, a company established six, sixty years ago, and um, there, there's a lot of information archived in uh, in our servers. So. Um, we see during the years that, that people come and go at shipyards uh, and even shipyards uh, disappear, uh, unfortunately. But um, since we keep all this information, uh, the constructional level architecture and design uh, documentation, um, we're able to, to provide that during the lifespan of, um, of a yacht. And, and during operation, it, it, um, it often happens that the crew needs a specific drawing that they don't have on board or that they can't find. Uh, that, that's where it most of the time starts. Then uh, on the other side, um, the Naval Architecture Department uh, is able to act uh, and respond quickly to requests regarding stability reports. So in client trials, can be planned within a week, um, most of the time, um, yeah, which allows us to be a quick responder in that sense uh, throughout the world. Um, 
that can be a benefit to owners and, and the crew in case needed. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, we advise uh, also who to use for uh, surveyors, sometimes job management, new captains, uh, project management, because it's not always clear uh, for owners that, that these people do um, uh, 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 represent a value in a, in a refit process. That's often uh, underestimated. And we, we, don't, we don't do that. So uh, we don't say, well, be aware that you plan to use a surveyor for yacht procurement or to uh, implement yacht management one, once the yacht is, um, is operational um, or to introduce project management during a refit uh, and do not forget about this or at least um, uh, I, I did, uh, sort this out for yourself before excluding this from your, uh, from your list. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's there's huge value in connecting the right people to a process, and and uh, yeah, how you say this, stick to your shoelace, um, uh, everyone, uh, and and then the owner get gets the best instead of people uh, trying to um, you know, to share their knowledge. Well, that it's not their own, um, and 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 during the refit itself. A company as Freepack can can provide the technical support in sense of design, naval architecture, and uh, and engineering. So that, uh, to be to be honest, that's where the gain is uh, for us. Okay, great. Well, that makes a lot of sense, you know, especially from the, the standpoint of refit, because there's so many different shipyards that people can go to, and therefore so many different people that are encountering your designs for the first time. So, being able to supply them with you know this deep knowledge is uh, is probably incredibly valuable, and and maybe not something that every other studio can do for them. Yeah, it always surprises me uh, how, how uh, little is known to, to to many owners or or even people in the industry um, about about how to set up uh, a solid solid process for a refit, where to start, where the end should be. Uh, and how to come to good, good uh, a price agreement with a yard? Uh, how to 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 run such a process smoothly? It's 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 a huge challenge, um, but there are definitely people capable of doing so. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, in terms of in terms of some of the other questions that people might ask you, you know, outside of a, a situation where they might want drawings for just in for a refit or some other purpose, are there any other common um, inquiries that come in, and, and what would be a good example of that? Um, yeah, well, now nowadays um, we're um, we working on on some solutions for water bowl treatment uh, or how to uh, prevent uh, use of a, of a plant. And, and that starts with an assessment by the naval architects. Um, and so to determine if, if the ship actually needs uh, movable ballast. Um, but um, for our fleet, this, this is yeah, this is a, 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 a current um, thing that is coming up in the next uh, in the next years. Um, and there there. 
different solutions to the same issue. So it depends a bit on the yacht. Uh, so there's not a standard solution for everyone uh, except for installing such a plant. But there's there's often not, not enough room uh, uh, for these plants. Another thing uh, that we've seen in the past uh, during the lifetime of a boat is the request for changes of deck furniture, like bars, jacuzzis, uh, repositioning of tenders. And uh, uh, it, it starts with some yeah, design sketching, uh, uh, ideation uh, together with an owner, uh, and then how, uh, 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 again, a process of how to come from ideation to, to production and, and, and finishing. Mm-hmm. So that, that's uh, something that we've seen through the years, yeah, coming coming again and again. Uh, and, and something among that, which is, I think, very interesting, especially um, uh, in, in, in related to one of the questions uh, a little bit later on in this interview, is um, uh, heated winter gardens. So, so we've we've installed quite some, or designed and 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 engineered quite some some solutions for for winter gardens, fixed paneling or or movable panels, uh, glass or artificial glass, uh, and then with with the installment of heaters, these these areas become you know, very functional in in colder climates, uh, and and uh, yeah, increase. Uh, for example, a main salon or uh, you know, whatever skylines uh, where, where it's connected to. And it can be you know, great fun uh, when you're on board on a longer trip through a cold area to, uh, to hang around with family and, and to experience more sort of outdoor-indoor combination uh, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to get some more information on that. Um, so keep that thought in mind. I, I don't want to um, miss the opportunity to give you, to, to get a little bit more information from you on some other things too. Um, one of the things that I find very interesting about your role is that you monitor the overall usability of the VREPAC fleet. So what, yeah. are some of the th- what are some of the things that you're looking to get more insight into? And how also has this, uh, in any way, has has this information that you've gathered influenced uh, designs within the studio? Well, it's an interesting question, and and allow me to give a little bit of background information there. Um, I've been working with Freepack for for 10 years now. I started as as designer. Um, uh, And during the time, uh, I recognized that, that there's so much information out there, so much knowledge and experience by, by captains, uh, owners as well, um, but, but captains, yeah, they keep a, a significant and a very valuable amount of information. And as designer, I started to collect the projects that were lost more or less. So there are a lot of projects that, that, that yeah, we lose uh, contact with, and I, I tr- started to to establish that again, and I always say to to get and stay in contact with the captain because that last bit is very important. Uh, so I focus on on the 24 meter plus yachts, and I learned so much from that as a designer that at some point I said, well, there is a lot of value in 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 this, and as I said. 
uh, to, to supply our, 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 our knowledge uh, as a service to, to, uh, to produce design and engineering content. Um, but I also had a lot of joy in, in, in learning from these people and, and sharing that with the team. So that, that, that's where it more or less started with. And, um, and, and when I got in contact with a captain, I always asked, what doesn't work on the yacht? It can literally be anything for, from a stewardess thing to a deckhand thing or safety um, uh, operations or, or, or even operations that are not safe uh, and because of movement of the crane or uh, difficult access to, to, to the area where, where tenders are launched or, or whatever. Performance of the boat, the routing on board, how, how, how crew and guests in, interact, or how easy it is for crew to get up or down the stairs with, with a full tray of, of food um, or, or, or a basket with laundry, uh, how, how the paintwork is maintained, how difficult it is, where, where joints uh, uh, collide, so to speak. Uh, can be anything, and 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 not not everything is wrong on a boat. Definitely not, but there's always a, there's always something that that the crew says. Well, this is definitely something you should never do again, <laughs> and that's that's where you learn, because there are also many things that go that go well, good, um, but you you can't make you hardly you can hardly make a list out of that because it's so. <laughs> such a complex product, so big. But but there are always a list of a few items that, that, that can be improved. And that's uh, that's that's really interesting. Um, and th th there's also a question then, it's also a short list, what's the most favorable feature on the boat? And then and people say, like, we have always had backward wheelhouse windows and you have forward uh, angle windows. I like that because of and uh, a summary of reason, which which makes you think about what you have done in the past, why is it, why it's good, and where you can apply it again. And if you want to apply it again, again, for various reasons, to not to do it, but if you do it, this will be the benefits. And, 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 and that's an interesting question. Also ask about the crew operations, if they can be executed in all safety. Now on, on, on a swim platform, which is short, and has a, 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 a transformer, uh, or uh, a hatch that opens, where do the crew stand when it opens? Uh, where, do they have a place to, to step aside uh, with, with tender handling? Uh, do they need to uh, walk uh, up steps or, or uh, walk over all kind of uh, obstacles on the deck? That, I think that's, that's interesting to realize when you design a boat because if you can take that in account in your design, the, the improvement there, then it will add first to the safety of the crew, but also to the pleasure of operating and executing the operations, and 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 yeah, that will have effect on on the whole uh, life and experience on board. Is my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and then also like to know where where the owners and guests spend most of their time, uh, except, except for sleeping, but. Also, that's a very important note. But but in general, what 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 are the corners that they like? Because it's interesting uh, that that 
a lot of our designs now have these small nuky corners, uh, as we call them, because we we've heard the last years that that owners like to to spend time on board with the family, with the kids. And while they grow older, they don't want to stay always with their parents because they want to text to their boyfriends or whatever. So they want to have some privacy. But as a parent, you like to see your kid. And you want you want to be connected somehow because that's why you go on holiday together. But you also yeah want to give them their room. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, inter- interesting thought to play with as a designer because you you then also uh, able yourself to have to, to add to this to this wish or this opportunity uh, in the design phase. Yeah, not to forget. Um, right. Yeah. So, and then I think very important, and especially for a company like Freepack, is how the app performs, especially in, in, in Betware. Uh, and 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 what they feel the captains and what 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 possibly felt different on other yachts. So if they say yeah, it's, it's very good, <laughs> okay, but how how do you define good? And what have you experienced in the past that that made you define this as good? So that yeah, I try to 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 also bring that back to the naval architects and say, hey guys, this is what they feel, and 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 often you know, we we get the request to do something with stability, especially when there's a new owner and, and thinks that the stability is not as he likes it. We, we can advise on that, how to, how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, in listening to you describe all of this, uh, it's bringing to mind an old saying about um, that's the way it's always been done. And it's a, a, it's almost a cliche, but it's so true because there are so many businesses. Yachting is is not alone in having this problem. Um, you know, you can look at something like a, the way highways are designed. You can look at the way a store is laid out. Oftentimes, that store is laid out a certain way because that's the way it's always been done. The highway is set up the way it's set up because that's the way it's always been done. 20, 30 mm-hmm. years, what have you. And nobody ever takes a second to step back and say, is this really the best way? You know, they, on a highway, they just expect it to be congested at certain hours of the day. Well, maybe it doesn't need to be so congested if they just made some minor changes and kind of, again, took that step back and thought about it. So I, I find it fascinating that that's what you all are doing from so many different perspectives. You know, you're not just looking at it from the engineering standpoint. You're looking at it from those really, you know, seemingly small livability issues that actually make a tremendous difference in how people enjoy their yachts and enjoy their family time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. That's great. Thank, thank you for recognizing that. And, and I, I believe that it, it was my belief as a designer, and I still do, that why do you hire a designer? And to, to, to be challenged by someone who is aware of innovative materials, shapes, uh, because it's like with an architect for your house. You know how to, draw, how to draft a house. It's a, it's a cubus with a triangle on the top. Uh, that's how a kid does it. And, and let's say everybody can, can, can draft a house like that. But if you hire someone who's done it and studied for it over and over and looked for different shapes, trends, uh, user experience, end user experience, 
then all of a sudden you start to implement IDs. And I think these these IDs you get from people that are in the field of searching for trends, innovations, uh, on a reliable way. So in that sense, um, I think we should always challenge the industry or and 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 our clients a bit, um, and 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 raising the bar in sense of uh, shape and 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 use of materials and colors. That's the design part, but also on the technical side. So what we've seen now on um, on one of the yachts that we were involved with during the refit that there was a ballast water treatment um, uh, request to fix the ballast water treatment. They wanted to implement a plant on board and delete one of their um, officers' um, uh, offices for that. So there was a, a downward spiral going on. You need ballast in the first place, a treatment plant to pass the regulations, and then to take out the cabin or an office in that sense. So we said, when we got invited to join thinking about this solution and how to, to deal with it, let us think for a bit. And then all of a sudden we said, okay, you, you have ballast water, but it's significant. So what if you exclude the ballast water? You replace batteries for that, sufficient for a significant amount of, of power. And we were able to calculate that the space for ballast water treatment filled with batteries was enough to allow the boat to have a silent mode during the night for eight hours, but also uh, allow for peak shaving on one of the generators so that the generators now run more um, uh, on a more constant RPM. And by doing so, uh, you, you save on about 30,000 liters of fossil fuel per year. Mm, wow. And, and, and that assessment uh, challenged the owner in a positive way that he realized, okay, I had a downward spiral. And by letting a team of specialists, and not only us, also the crew, because everyone was all involved in the process, think about the solution from out of yeah, outside of the box, as, as the cliche is called, but from a different perspective. Um, th- th- this came to life, and, and it's, it's now uh, implemented and, and uh, appears to work this way. So that, that it's, uh, I, I think it's, it's something embedded in the team to be on, on, one, on one side a bit stubborn, to, to, to be not afraid to, to, to mention this, like, do, are we allowed to think about this before we just start running? And that's, I think, very important. And that's something uh, which is in the DNA of, of a good designer uh, somehow. So, um, yeah, I think that pretty much solves or answers your question, is it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and And you actually, you know, in talking about, you know, things that can improve the owner's lives. In, in a sense, you're uncovering things they didn't even realize could be, you know, they could benefit from. 
um, a minute ago you were talking about the you know the heated winter gardens and things like that. I'm mm-hmm. sure there are plenty of owners who saw those as proposals or perhaps as a an executed design and said, oh my gosh, that would be great. So you know, why don't you talk a little bit about that being one of the new trends that's really improving people's lives and and having some enduring appeal. Yeah, it's especially as a fleet manager, I see a lot of new owners because then when a yacht gets sold, there's a new owner. And and, uh, when there are people that want to do, for example, trips to northern territories and northern waters uh, in Europe and then or southern even, especially on, 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 on the bracket below 500 GT, um, when you're on board with a group of friends for a week, sometimes the room gets a bit small. <laughs> so uh, how, what can you do with, with the available deck space? And as long as you don't touch the, the, uh, the GTs, so if there's room to, 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 yeah, to expand the interior volume a bit, um, but still want to be flexible and take it away in summertime, for example, and because then you have a nice open deck space. Um, yeah, you, you can think of, of uh, uh, sliding panels or, or something like that of completely removable. And and um, it's definitely not not new, but it, yeah, it, it's a it's a common uh, uh, thing, and that it, 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 it's it's considered. Yeah, quite often to yeah to to work with such a solution for more interior space when you you go to the to the colder areas and uh, uh, yeah to open it uh, again when you get to the the warmer uh, areas. So um, yeah, it, it, it's it's nice to to play with that because you can do it in various ways. You can you can do it with a sort of um, yeah. Um, uh, film-like material, or you can do it with glass or, 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 or artificial glass panels. You can make it as uh, as nice looking as you want. Um, so yeah, that, that that's uh, that's uh, that's also a thing that 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 should be taken into account there. Right? That, that everything as a designer, you what you design has a has a price tag. And with the years of experience that we have, we're well capable of designing and engineering with a budget in mind. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're very um, uh, keen on that by ourselves, but also capable in, in uh, staying close to the number given by the client. Mm-hmm. It's often challenging, but, but it's not, it's not uh, something that can't be done. Yeah, so um, and it, it all it all adds to the to the the realism of of a of a refit because if if you design something which is awfully expensive, it it, it doesn't make sense on an older boat. You, you're never gonna earn that investment back, um, which I I think a designer should also uh, take into account when when designing for a refit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. And I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation. 
thanks so much for your time today. It's been really great having you talk about what the studio does and about your role and really how you're all trying to keep the customer top in mind with everything you've been doing. That's what we're doing it for. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Well, everybody, if you'd like to learn more about what Yoast and his team at Vrepack can do for you, you can visit their website, which is vrepack.com. That wraps up this episode of Mega Yacht News Radio. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please share the word on your social media channels. Plus, you can subscribe to us automatically via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts. And of course, if you'd like to learn more about what's going on in the world of large yacht design, construction, and more, you can visit our daily updated website, which is megayachtnews.com. Until next time, I'm Diane Byrne.